0: up Hayes heads what's up everybody episode six we literally are working
1: on it right after episode five yeah man. (laughs) we're just very excited like the same way you guys went straight from episode five to six (laughs) we did we did the same thing (laughs) so (laughs) it's gonna be a fun night let's keep it going it's gonna be a fun night Uh and the best part about it is we have a really dope guest today with us um I guess a guy that I really admire yeah. a ton like a boatload damn yeah, man. very wise thank you guys cool He's guy like I've known him for quite some time now and I don't know I'm excited
2: to keep it going yeah thank you likewise um, I'm honestly very thankful to be invited to be here first off and I'm excited because it's just I think it's gonna be fun as fuck oh so. of course of I've,
0: course by the way ladies and gentlemen um, this is Kino um, Howdy. <laughs> I know didn't get a chance to introduce him. I know everybody, that's the type of person he is. You, like, don't, got, is he? you don't got time to introduce him because yeah, no. you're too busy already uh, thinking of like ideas. Like right before I leave.
1: Uh, I'm Kino, here's my number. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly, right. exactly. Yeah. So we got Kino on today. He's our bro. We're just going to chop it up with you guys and see if we can uh, figure out the meaning of life. Sounds like a plan. Or something start, close to it. I don't know. Some, yeah.
0: Some form of a discussion about something intelligent, like yeah give me something interesting something and you seem like a very like i feel like he has you have you've been through a lot to say the least i feel like right like life has just been a a complete journey and you could easily see it in front of you i would say right
2: i totally agree and most recently about three seconds ago i just went through a quarter of a bowl so i feel like i'm getting places even further even faster nice nice
1: we're clearing the haze right yeah (laughs) (laughs) the haze is definitely getting clear you hear that lighter flick that's not Lil Wayne no (laughs) (laughs) yeah
0: that's funny but um yeah well can you tell us a little bit of like a little bit about your life a little bit just like um, a little bit of your backstory get the listeners you know started on who you are
2: right because they're curious okay for sure so I go by Keno everybody calls me Keno um my real name is Joaquin i was born in texas and that's where i live right now but i grew up in miami for about a third of my life i think i spent in the miami broward area so south florida and we kind of we were kind of spread out there we moved around there a lot but i got exposed to a metropolitan latino area Mm -hmm. and then i moved back to texas which is just super mexican as far as how latino it is right so i've been in texas um for several years now uh, over a decade and um after school tried all kinds of shit and um finally decided to pick up knife making again started making knives and then uh custom titanium tools and most recently got in the vape business and now i'm trying to break into the hemp business out here in california and basically enjoying the weather because it's the perfect weather to make art in and that's the other thing i'm focusing on out here so my art and as far as art goes i mean i I'm, i like to make music but i'm also like working on other kinds of art mm. and i mean that's as much i'll say in, as i'll say in my introduction no dude, that sounds about super interesting art, yeah. <laughs> um
0: first of all yeah i know we, we we go to a lot of art shows that we need to you we need you to be going to man like, oh for sure, for sure they're fun environments and they're just like everybody's just having a good time you know and everybody's just kind of sharing around like everybody brings cannabis and it's just usually a really nice time
1: and it's just like Everyone's just kind of relaxed and vibing out and actually looking to support one another, which is Mm -hmm. rare in a competitive industry, like art and entertainment in general. So it's a good good vibe. It's different than that cutthroat, every man for himself, LA vibe that is kind of like pervasive out here.
0: Yeah,
2: it's wild. I think the quote is attributed to Pablo Picasso, but they... They say that he said, I think, that the rising tide raises all ships. So especially to the artist community, it's in your best goddamn interest to be supporting everyone around you. Or even if they're not immediately around you, everyone that you freaking know who's doing what you're doing or something close. Because that's how you get better. Exposure to other people. And it's not going to happen if you fucking hate each other. So you have to be friends. Or at least be frenemies. I mean, come on, give me something. Yeah. Cordial but at best. better is the brotherhood that's, you know, bonded out of going through struggle together mm. cuz that's what most artistic careers are is struggle because it's really really hard to even find the artist who's not the starving artist, who's not struggling and trying to figure out a way to pay to make, pay for what they need to pay for in order to make their art. Mm. So when you do find them, you also find it's not the same kind of recipe they're using. Although there is some general, there's some generalities you can make for sure, right. but it's not one thing. It's not just one way approach. In reality, it's more that they've capitalized on one or a couple of things in order to get a return on some of the investment they're making into mm-hmm. art in, the, in a material way, right. in order to pay their way. Right. But for all the other artists, you need the same thing that people in poverty would need anywhere family that's why they have big families in third world countries yeah. or in families that are um, lower income that's why you have a big family the support maybe multiple incomes but beyond the multiple incomes just when you are having a downtime, you have more people to help you who are exactly. not necessarily having a downtime. exactly but that's just to protect you from the negatives on the positive it's the promotion mm. you know the, the best way to break into like comedy or music yeah. or anything is it When you're there performing it, when you're showing the world what you spent all this time making, you have friends that are rooting for you in the crowd that are at least the first ones to go, yeah, this is good. Now, you don't want to be fake. You don't want to get bullshit. So you can't surround yourself with people who are lying to you. You want to be also good artists, but you cannot be trying to make it as an artist and be totally solo unless you're in a cave and exposing yourself to the world's hundred best at what the hell you're interested in. But outside of that, no, you need the hundred best around you. And you need to go learn from them and trade you know, best practices, trade secrets, yeah. and then be friends so you can have the emotional empathy part that comes with making the art. Or scratch art, good business. You right. want to go become an entrepreneur? You want to go write code? You want to go do whatever? You want to go learn anything? Get around the people that are doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. That makes a lot of sense.
1: No,
0: definitely. I think you can take pretty much like a couple like art, acting, Um, pursuing film, pursuing music, maybe wanting to be like an all-star chef. Um, all of those things. Yeah. You just, you just gotta work at it.
1: And they say, you know, you're guilty by association, but you're also successful by, by association. So, you know, if you're hanging out with a bunch of people who have no money all the time, how can you ever expect to get money? Unless Mm -hmm. you all scheming together and you're in that, again, like you said, riding that wave together to create something then and only then can you expect to succeed around people that are maybe not <clears throat> i'm not going to say they're lesser than you because no one's better than anyone but they are not on the same wavelength as you are in terms of where you're looking to be so keep that, that in mind that, folks. that happens
0: all the time though you have to yeah. just be that's what discernment is for like you're able to look at someone and say yeah shady i'm good oh that so that might be interesting and then it's like mm, i weigh my options out
2: you know with with type a's the kind of people that you generally see succeeding you know within quotation marks going out there and going farther in the world you usually will see that those people are not the sort of people that necessarily trust their gut they're more analytical very mm-hmm. choicey very layout things in lists mm-hmm. but the reality is or let me, let, me, let me correct that. What I've been experiencing the last couple of years is, and experimenting with is I'm going to trust my gut because on top of my ability to have an intellect and chop up ideas and plan and decide and weigh and judge, sometimes I'm way behind the curve do acting way too slow just on my logic. And I've realized that in hindsight, my gut was telling me the whole time what I was supposed to do. So now following my gut or exper- experimenting with that, trying to experience it firsthand, not just from other people telling me, Oh, I realize there's a balance just like everything else in life. It's a tightrope mm-hmm. between the intellect and that that part of the decision and the gut in you know, more a little farther down, maybe more in your stomach literally, wow. and more in your heart than up in your head. Wow. wow. Now, going back to what you were just saying right now, <clears throat> I'm sorry, you're gonna hear me clearing my throat I know, and you're gonna right? hear me, me too, with my vape. Dude. But there's this thing among whatever you're trying to do, whatever you're trying to pursue, there's this thing among our, our generation right now yeah. where people assume that there is some shortcut, some possible shortcut, some easy button. And I think one of the first things you have to establish in your mind, there is no easy button. There, are, there is getting lucky. There are breaks. There's doors opening. There are miracles, all of that. But if you truly... Wanna be the best at anything, there is no easy route. Yeah. There's mastery, there's discipline, dedication, there's your, you're gonna to have to be there every day. You're gonna have to show up like a job, whether you're making music, whether you're trying to act, whether you're trying to direct or write. Out here in LA, yeah. how many what's the percentage of people that are dedicating the majority of their intent to make it? You know, within quotation marks in this field. But if you really stop and think about it, how many of them have the proper mindset? To make it out the gate. Right. Because if your mindset is, I'm an amateur who's trying to become a professional, you're an amateur. Hmm. Now, if you come out the door saying, I'm a professional. Right. Treat me as such. Now, a lot will label that fake it till you make it. And it can be. You can lie to yourself about this stuff. But... I think you have a much better chance of actually walking into that room and performing as you ought to in the fullness of yourself, really showing up as the timeless self and mm-hmm. not the person that has fears and limitations and thinking too much about how I look and all that other and bullshit just that let it all go. Is about the moment. No. Right. To show up as the timeless self, you have to have a, a game plan, a mantra that's already in your head pre-programmed that you've told yourself that includes the confidence that comes with saying, I'm a professional. That being said... Does that mean that you're going to approach the room as, I'm here for money? No. Because the man who serves money serves money. You cannot have two masters. So you got to pick that out also early in your life. That's part of the developmental roadmap, the hero's journey that we must all go through. Your relationship to everything. When you see the best at anything, it's the relationship to the thing that they're great at that usually is really interesting. Why? Because they're so fucking into it that it's almost creepy. But it's also the way they manage that and the way that they, let's not say that they, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's like they take advantage of that, okay? Mm-hmm. How do you take advantage of the fact that each and every one of us has unique gifts? We have a unique place in time and history that we are. We have a unique geographical location where we are at the present. And we have a unique group of people around us with the unique sort of resources around us. All of that is not by chance in my heart, right? That's not, I don't believe it's by chance, but forget if it's by chance. It's just random. Okay, capitalize on it because it is what is. It's what we have, right? So stop bullshitting yourself. Yeah, stop bullshitting yourself. So to me, you want to be successful? (laughs) Be resourceful. Yeah. Yeah. And And that, when you combine that with you're trying to become amazing at something, well, now you're going to find yourself being quote unquote lucky. You're going to find yourself having breaks and you're gonna find yourself walking through suddenly open doors and experiencing miracles and saying oh hashtag blessed Um, hashtag
0: blessed what i'm what i'm personally experimenting with is really just relying on the spirit and honestly i've never been better like i love my life i love everything that's going on i i'm very very happy right now you know and it's just like everything i do i'm like thank you god like Thank you, Father. You know, like you've you've guided me this far, and I had talked to some people about this stuff, and they're like, "What? Like I've never felt that. I've never." And I'm like, "Cause you never dwelled in. You never truly let yourself go. You know, you you just like the idea of like there was something that helped me." And personally, I'm just just dwell in. Like, just go check it out. I've been I've been going to Mosaic Church here in Hollywood Boulevard. um, and it's, it's amazing. They have these crew nights on Thursdays. They ask such deep questions that the conversation has to be ex- extremely transparent between people. Like, you're opening up about things that you've gone through your, throughout your week with people that you don't know. And it's, like, it's really interesting to see how everybody kind of opens up and gets deeper the conversation. And then you, you end up sparking a discussion right when you're basically, like, about to dig yourself into the other side of the world, like you 've dug so much, and it's just kind of interesting and it's been great. the Holy Spirit guided me to that like i, I, I don 't know how to describe it, you know so that's i don 't know what you can
2: attest to that, but well, I think that's beautiful i i don't believe that anything is random or happens by by chance, but that being said, here i 'll pass you the ashtray Willie. we'll make this a joint effort, and there's a. <laughs> And here's a, little, here's a little scraper. Gracias. We got to clear more haze. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so I believe that nothing... Now, again, what you were saying earlier, I agree with a lot of it. There's... I will just say this. People's perceptions are their, per, their perceptions. So maybe they experience something like you have experienced. They just don't label it the same thing. Mm-hmm. And sadly, the, the way that we perceive words in our society we forget that they're just a code. They're just meaning we've transcribed to sounds. But in reality, what is, is. And it doesn't have words. So when you have the most profound experiences in your life, that's like you'll say. I was at a loss for words. I didn't know what the fuck to say. There was no way to fit the thousand words it would take for one second of that experience. Yeah. Wow. The same way that a picture... Is worth a thousand words because yeah. it captures one moment. Mm-hmm. A profound experience is worth a magnitude over a picture because of all the other senses that are in there, which yeah. are more than the five senses yeah. that we generally talk about, yeah, obviously. Right. So, going back to that, being led by the Spirit. So, you get, I believe, because I believe that nothing just happens randomly, that we are everywhere for a precise reason. Mm. Some would describe that as fate. Some would describe that as like the will of God. Some would describe that as just coincidence. I would describe that it's like a numerological code, an algorithm that helps bring unity and the... I base, basically the coalescing of multiple points of interest in your life, so that boom something can happen, or multiple facets of your life have to align, so that boom there is a convergence. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah, you have to have a convergence all the time in your life. <laughs> and what you were saying earlier yeah. made me think of this: every hero's journey involves the death of the hero and the rebirth. In however you want to put it mm. it's like an ultimate oh they were that close to death and then boom they're badass dude he just became what he was supposed to be she just came out of that experience as the boss woman oh my god she's bad she's a queen yeah she was a queen the whole time mm. he was everything that you see now the whole time but he She, and clearly us, we don't seem to know that. We keep on forgetting it all the time. The hero's story is to remind us that we have to, number one, go through the hero's journey. Everyone does it. It's in every aspect of society and culture throughout all of recorded history. But it's also because it's something that's going to happen continuously in your life. It's not just, yeah, I went through it. I went through that. No. Every day, the same way that we must, at some point in the hero's journey, die unto ourselves, every day, if you're going to forget about it, if you're going to forget the humility that life demands when you're taking breath to survive for free. Mm. If you're going to forget it, you're going to have to experience death unto self.
0: Wow. Honestly, um, everything. <laughs> Yo.
1: Do you mean ego death?
2: Yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally. Totally.
1: Yeah. Nice.
2: Exactly. So what is ego death is, oh, let me experience the most frightening thing in an aspect of my life that has the most control mm. most of the time. My, um, that sucks to say, but yeah, yeah, most of the time, the one who's, you know, taking control and steering, is the, the crazy mindless one that shouldn't, right. the self-serving one. Mm.
1: They have the drive
0: to do it. Well, I believe your subconscious has very much just as much power as your conscious mm. self. Like, you, but people don't become aware of these things. And I, I said something when I was um, what's that Is Is that
1: better? Yeah. I, I, yeah, I felt like I was sounding a little bit. How are my strange? levels? You yeah. sound perfect. Cool. You but just got to make sure you're facing the mic. Bro,
0: I'm facing the mic right now. Uh, like,
2: yeah, you're good. But I feel like... I'm facing the haze everywhere, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Like this, this place is cloudy, but my vape is helping. A lot of it's my vape. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. But what I was saying was,
0: basically, I went to that event, and I said something, right? Like, just randomly. I don't remember what I had said. Something about my experience, and this one girl goes it's just because your eyes have been awakened to all of these things. It's like, it's usually, I remember when that happened to me, and I was like, the only thing I could think about was like, I want to talk to you about it. You know? And I did. And it was super awesome. So, just a report about my life. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was a nice moment. A report man. about my life? Yeah, go ahead. Things are going great. Yeah. That's Details are... No one cares about the minutia, but overall, I mean, hey, we're healthy. We're chilling. We have everything we need and then some. I have no.
2: I have no complaints. Amen. We're blessed, man.
1: We are blessed. People are constantly on this, like, like, I don't know the word for what I'm looking for, but basically, they're just, there's a constant drive to just have more. And I was like that for a while. And then I had some experiences and i realized that the only thing i really want to do in life is just see more of the world mm. like i i go places all the time that's my hobby to travel and i can't get enough of that i feel most alive when i'm doing that yeah so i don't care about any promotions or anything like that or any grandiose paycheck like i just want to successfully be able to do that and be happy in that and Hopefully, live like that for a long time because I, I think travel sustainable even with families.
2: Oh yeah, for sure, and because super important. Yeah, throughout
1: life. I wouldn't yeah. be who especially I for am. your family. <laughs> yeah, exactly,
2: bro. I gotta wait. Can you hear us? What was that? That was my that was my microphone cable. I'm sorry. Oh wow, it We're felt
0: at... like a, like a scary movie. Like,
2: is yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, the ring welcome? Yeah,
0: yeah, yo, but um. No, I was. What was I saying? I gotta get out of the United States right now. Like, I've been just flying around the U.S. In fact, I was planning a trip to. Um, I might go to Art Basel in Miami, um, just December, just because it's. It sounds interesting, and I have a. Dude, that's gonna be so much fun. Yeah, oh, my yeah. my friend um, Lynn, she's the curator. She curated this huge art show here. And it was awesome. Like, it was the, the most professional art show I've ever been to. And it was really, really cool. Like, they had 25 different exhibits, like, inside. Damn. This, yeah, and it was, like, different artists had, had come with their style and, like, just, you know, had given, were given a space and said, you know, go nuts. And, like, whatever it is you want to do, do it. And you had all sorts they of cool did stuff. That,
1: yeah. yeah. There was some digital media art there. There were some paintings, of course. There was drawings, sketches. My favorite stuff. My favorite was there's a wall
0: and there's like these, it was like telling a story, but with like a wooden character walking and it's, it's just looked cool,
2: man. Like, yeah. There was a robot wall. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then they had
0: some pictures of Bill Murray.
2: Right. Mm. <laughs> Always good. Always <laughs> good. Shout out to Bill.
0: Yeah, I know. Shout my out boy. Bill. Yo, he, he comes along in most of our conversations. Like, we That's should just legit. I uh, can't wait to have yeah. him on. Yeah. yeah we're going to get him
1: on shortly, yeah. but. He'd be cool. Beyond that, yeah. what what like during the day you're just chilling, Kino's hanging out by itself. What are you doing for fun, man?
2: Well, that's always changing. Hmm. Like out here in Cali, I can't go to the range and shoot. Yeah, I can't really throw Wait, knives. Why not? Well, I mean, I, I guess I could find a range. There's one downtown. Yeah, but it's more expensive. I don't have really have my guns out here. You yeah. know, it's, just, no. it's not the same. I, I, I brought one single stack. Gun that, yeah. that's legal out here in L.A. County. It's like, what? Psych, Dude, bro. not really fun to shoot. Yeah. No. So, And I, the only reason I really had it was for Colorado. I was in bear country oh, on wow. the way over here. So that's, that's, wow. the that's literally it. But, I mean, here's what I like to do. And this is what I'm doing right now. When I wake up, if my breath is not on, neither am I. What do you mean? So th- this is what I mean. If I wake up and I'm breathing out of one nostril and I'm breathing at 30%, my body already knows after years of exposure to what really breathing is. It knows that I'm half-assing. And it knows that ultimately until I go open up my lungs and start breathing fully, I'm not going to be fully functional. Yeah. So part of what I do for fun is an extension of how good I've done earlier in the day with what i consider my ritual right now yeah so like for one if i did not wake up and do my mantras after breathing and do some meditation where Mm -hmm. i'm sitting in silence and Mm -hmm. just breathing and do some yoga and stretching then i have to get it in on my first free time and the reason i'm I'm reminded is because if i didn't do my yoga like i'm sore if i didn't do my breath i'm not breathing fully you know it's all these little things that they seem mundane because they are and they're simple but doing them every day isn't easy right by any means
0: can you um would you mind leading us through like a, a, a breath warm-up or something because I feel like <laughs> I feel like you know all about this stuff and I just well, I mean interested. I'll give you an example
2: of what I'll do as a real like if I have no time and I'm just getting out of bed like what is the minimum I'll do I'll just do 10 deep breaths nice. but the way I'll the way I'll do them is I'll change the intensity and where I'm pulling the breath from so you'll notice first breath in the morning, you're shallow, man. You're not yeah. gonna be in the diaphragm. So you the first thing I'm, I'm more concerned of is not even getting air in, it's getting air out. That's actually one of the secrets is try to bring your diaphragm to empty your lungs.
1: Just deflate.
2: Okay, now you just let it open completely and fill completely back up for the most part, let's say 60 to 70%. In an effortless breath because of how much that like you know diaphragm releasing back down creates in pressure so by doing that and then pushing it in the second third and through the tenth into deeper and deeper realms with a little bit longer hold You expand your lungs and you get them unsore because it's just like everything. It's like I have to open up my jaw and hold it open for at least 10 seconds every morning. And I forget I'm going to do it on the drive later because otherwise my mouth gets sore. Mm -hmm. If you want to sing, if you want to talk for any duration of time and you have not opened up your jaw, you're not allowing the muscles around the jaw and the mandible to be fully extended. So as they start working, they're going to get sore and they're going to be unaligned and one's going to be more stretched out than the other. Uh, The same thing happens with your lungs, man. It's a tool, obviously, an organ that goes and works unconsciously, right, Mm -hmm. without you having to think about it. Mm. But at the same time, just because it is not something you have to consciously control doesn't mean that it's something that is going to automatically work at 100% or always work at 100%. Yeah. Same thing with your heart. It's not just there. Yeah. If you're not giving it some kind of exercise, it starts deteriorating in its ability to be badass. Right and i'm saying that because the heart is a badass organ. Never it does stops. shit that like is unbelievable. <laughs> and this is another this is a really cool thing. A lot of what are the secret truths of life aren't really secret. Yeah. It's easy they're easy to know, but they're unbelievable. And I'm talking about esoteric things. Mm-hmm. But some of the most interesting things, likewise in like the material world, some of the most interesting things are like right underneath your nose or right underneath your chest cavity. Mm-hmm. They're right underneath your lungs. It's your heart. It's your lungs. It's your circulatory system, your nervous system, your limbic system. Everything that's you is the best fucking most interesting technology on the planet. Yeah. Totally overlooked. No. We'll sell this body. We'll chop it up. We'll cut your organs out. We'll put you, sell you into slavery. Oh, no, human, the value of the human being, the most valuable thing your eyes get to witness it's yes. is just it's at going. a really low level right now. Almost unbelievable considering how far technology has come along, how far everything has come along, even right. the population. You'd think the closer we get to each other geographically because there's so many of us and every country seems to already be connected, you yeah. know, except maybe the, the three countries that are like super communist and dictator and they're like putting up firewalls. Everyone else is connected. You'd think... That some of these things would start evolving a little faster, but in some cases, it's almost like the violence is evolving faster. Mm. Why do you think that is? Because, and I'll chalk it up as a simple: it's human nature. Stop pretending it's something new. But I'll say actually, it's just a natural evolution that we. It's it's a new type of evolution, in human nature that we've already seen, but now we're going to get to see it play out super fast. Boom. And you're going to see it repeat itself because it's going to have to play out everywhere, just mm. like everything else. Gumpowder exploded faster than any other technology before it. Mm. A lot of what has happened with the Internet is a virtual gunpowder. You're able to set off and incite public unrest or opinion change, a swing, a, a change in the, in the air, in the zeitgeist, faster and more efficiently, more effectively to a larger audience than ever before. Everyone knows it, so why are they why is it so hard for us to accept it? Because some of the most simple truths are just kind of unbelievable.
0: Mm. That's the facts right yeah. there. I feel like sometimes you hear an old saying that you used to hear as a kid and then everything just kind of locks in place and you're just like, Holy fuck, it was that easy. Oh like- yeah. Quote
2: unquote <laughs> adulthood. That's all it is. Yeah. It's like it's the it's half this, oh yeah, my parents or this person was right, and half this. No one knows what the fuck they're talking yeah, about. Yeah, Everybody's exactly. just pretending, just Everyone's trying to get pretending by.
1: Until you find something that sticks and you're like, oh.
2: Yeah, the I wisdom's guess, there. The wisdom's yeah, there. But yeah. you have to pay attention to lessons. Mm-hmm. It's like you have to smack yourself in the back of the head. And a yourself. lot of
1: lessons don't even appear to be lessons until you take the ego out of it and the hurt or whatever you might be dealing with it that's overshadowing that and really look and examine what mm-hmm. happened and you'll find out that going forward if you remember the situation you will be better off for it most definitely you're not gonna find yourself being like man this didn't help me at all
0: well i don't think you can say that about anything like you can't act like the things that happen don't have a meaning behind it or there's not like a purpose like if you just absolutely don't believe in anything then that's like like atheist people like i'm just like you just chose to the easiest route like i'm not gonna believe anything you know it's like
2: but you have to have in the tool bag to help balance the tightrope a little bit of the total like nihilistic almost just fuck it nothing matters to be reminded of what i believe i mean pretty fundamentally if i'm being honest, this is kind of like a video game. This is an experience, a learning machine in yeah. which if you don't pay attention one day, you get to relive it. Right. It is Groundhog Day mixed with Grand Theft Auto mixed with a whole lot of other video games, and that's all video games are. They're just little early shitty versions of what we're actually living.
1: Right. Well, you know, they say that we're in a uh, simulation. A Simulation, and yeah.
2: That, yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. This is a simulation, and I'll be, I'll, I'll give a. Uh, A little bit of a confession i have felt in the last two weeks that i've been too caught up in the game of life in the material things the things that we're experiencing as day to day the present Mm. and i say that because that's what i'm calling the things i'm bringing in with my senses and experiencing emotionally mentally as far as my intellect the conversation unending that goes on in all of our heads but at the exact same time as i'm experiencing all this I'm negating a whole, what I, what, what I would call spiritual, esoteric, a whole inner world, inner dimension, that is as scientifically, and I, I use the word scientific to say, as systematically rich when you explore it, as the outside world. And it demands as much time, almost, to really get to know it. So, and I say to say this, the guy that spends 30 years in a cave right. knows that world infinitely more than we can ever understand yeah but at a huge sacrifice because he has no idea how good the churros and the pizza on venice beach are (laughs) pretty dang good man if he just showed up but if i only spend time eating churros and pizza yeah and never go inside myself and understand and give space for silence yeah The only thing I can live on, my bread and butter, is my bullshit. Mm. The loops of things that were told to me that I accepted, that I believe that are not necessarily true, were not necessarily given to me in malice, but just because they were given to you by good people does not mean it's good for you. It's not fact,
1: or it might not be advice that you should heed. totally agree. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, personally, I think... (laughs) i feel like i'm just talking about myself i'm sorry um i just have had a really good time like it's just been fun like doing these podcast episodes and like hearing other people's perspective right like and we now that we did it like so consistently you're constantly being shown like other people's life right like i can't be i can't be the only one who's like experiencing this because honestly like i feel like it's really really cool and i'm it's just been fun man and and everything you're saying is so so important and i feel like sometimes people it gets lost you know because so many people are stuck in their heads thinking about it that they never just take the what what you're saying is is really important you know everything we've talked about everything we've talked about today like right now i mean it's nighttime but everything we've talked about is so important but people will neglect it and that to me fathoms like that's one of those biggest like why
2: well, yeah. I mean, the, the the crazier part is not that people will neglect it. Is that I just said it, but I will neglect it today, tomorrow. Yeah, That's how hard it is. Is every single day. I have to remind myself. Yeah. I have to know. write it down, repeat it to myself as a mantra. I mean, yeah. it's, it is work. Yeah. It's a commitment. A yeah. grind. it's gripe. not easy. And I suck at it,
1: bro. Everyone does. But, you know, that's why we have forgiveness. Not so much for others, but for ourselves. Inner forgiveness. So you can understand that. I failed today, but... It's not the end of the world and it didn't kill me. So I, there's a chance for me to get better. Exactly. exactly. Understanding there's the opportunity, stasis. there's
2: hope. Yeah. That understanding the stasis, that balance that just is. Yeah. Because there isn't ultimately a demand on our life. Mm. Our only real responsibility is to stay alive, to survive really biologically and almost by from the inner world too. Yeah. And it only demands a breath. And then you build on top of the breath, the food, the water, the you know, sunlight, whatever. Just like the plants and the animals, but we demand a little more, as we've shown from study and from experience, in its connection, and its exploration. We are discoverers. That has taken the form of conquest and crusading and trying to proselytize and convert. But it's also taken the form of exploring new places new planets or or the moon um but also going under the sea going into new ideas science math everything i mean shit man when you open up a book about sex and you're like who the fuck took the (laughs) time man that just seems that doesn't even seem fun it just seems like exhaustive work yeah yeah but that is what human beings are we're so damn curious way more curious than cats we're so damn curious that look at what life is today yeah plane trains automobiles i mean there's that's the That's the most simple shit out there right now. And the the
1: progression of it all is the part that's most amazing because once we got electricity, it was it was all bets were off. After that, we yeah. progressed so fast from like times of antiquity to now that where we would be in the next hundred years. I'd say, what, when did we really start progressing as a society? Like, the 1920s?
0: Oh, I was just saying, no. Bro. <laughs> Into, like, 1920s, the modern era. 1920s was, like, 100 years ago to us. Like, right after the Great the, Depression,
2: no, right? <laughs> I think it was about the 1920s, 1930s, that we started yeah. transitioning. Obviously, the wealthy first. Right. But, yeah, by the end of the Second World War, by the 50s, it was common for someone to have a television. That's mm-hmm. the era of the television. Mm-hmm. So... It only took 30 years from the the rich to the poor, but I would agree. It's the, yeah. probably the 1920s was the beginning of it, and the automobile, obviously, so, thanks it, to Henry Ford.
1: Right, right. Shout out Henry Ford. Um, thanks for that, bro. But uh, <laughs> yeah, man, I, I I don't know. It's just like one of those those things. Like where where are you gonna go? What are you gonna do? Who are you gonna do
0: it with? All I know is that I that was very interesting. Um, I, personally i i don't care too much for material things as well um i I once did a a reality tv show like i was this little piece like a little part i was this assistant to the host and it was like it's funny because i'll see myself and uh, nobody will know it's me except like me and like people who know me but it's funny like i think it's hilarious because it's just like a small cameo Every time I would go there, they would give me um, like 100 or 150 bucks, right? Like, depending on how much time I was there. So I was like, that's cool. I was a part-time college student. I was like, this is cool. Get to experience new things. Um, one of the nights, I, I got paid $100, like, flat bill. I got into my Uber. I, was, I walked down the hill. I, I got into my Uber. I sat down. This kid starts to talk with his dad about going to the Dodgers game. They were so excited, and I was just sitting there. And I started searching all my pockets, and I was just like, "Fuck, where's my money? Like, I've just been here for like four hours. Like, I need. Where's my money? You know? And it was gone. And for the longest time, like, it was the first time I had a battle with myself. Like, and it was a moment where I was like, "Is this really worth it? Am I really getting upset over a hundred dollars that was just lost? Am I giving that much value to this piece of paper?" You know, and I was just like, it changed everything. Bro. Did you lose it or did it, they
1: take it back? No,
0: I lost. Bro, what? why would they take it back? Uh, I mean. Of course I lost it. That's what I said. Did you get bang bust? <laughs> All I know is that 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 night was was kind of life changing for me. And it was, I did that. Like, it opened up a whole new spectrum of reality for me. Yeah. And it was just, a, I, when I told my mom about it, she was just like, so you don't care about money anymore? I was like, I, I don't like money money will come like God will provide but right now like there was such a long period where I was growing and then now God's like it's time and I'm just like let's go you know so it's just been a blast man it's just been a blast
2: there's this irony i found that in my experience lately there's this like balance and like a tug of war between if you're working for money you're not working to serve or to mm-hmm. learn, mm-hmm. okay? And that's just a sucky reality, but to me, that's my reality. Yeah. So like what you just said, I would tell you in a situation like that, what's the obvious thing that you should know, but it's gonna be hard to accept, obviously, is, oh, the lesson's always worth more than the money, unless you're being, and there's a, couple, there's a few exceptions to this, but in most cases, the lesson is worth more than the pay, than the wage, and that's the only reason you should be at a job, to right. learn. right? But then you just get paid as a bonus. And if you're not, then by definition, you're just working for money. That being said, there are exceptions to it. Like if you're trying to seduce and marry a billionaire so he can die and leave you money, there you're not working for the experience. You're working for the payoff. Right. And that's a different kind of thing. But for most people, what you should be doing is. That's a long game. Yeah, yeah, that's a long game. I'm just fucking around with that. But (laughs) you should be working for the experience. And in doing so, crafting the innate subconscious. I guess move from working for money to not so that you work serve that being said you get paid in the measure that you serve not a wage you get return from the universe from god however you want to put it from society in the market from our economy in the measure that you serve whether it be a product mm-hmm. or service so if you can get better at focusing on serving Trust me, you'll get better at getting return on your service. Mm. But if you're just focusing on the wage, you'll be stuck in a wage your whole life. Right. Also, if you're focusing on serving and in kind, you're focusing on learning, not on the money, Mm. the same way that you're developing your ability to serve over a whole lifetime and to continue to make more and to receive more, both financially and in every other dimension of your life for how you're serving, yeah, because you're doing exceptionally well, you'll also become better and better at learning to replicate this in other things in your life. So now it's not that you're just a fantastic tennis player and, girl, you could go kick anybody's ass on the court. No, you come out of college and every other thing that you like and enjoy and trying to get good at, she now has the skills to do it phenomenally. Mm. The same way that she did with something like tennis that she took all the way to collegiate to a collegiate yeah. level. Yeah. But I feel like, I feel like you're off. talking
0: about somebody there.
2: No, I'm just I'm using it as an example, but <laughs> got really specific. Yeah, I'm sorry. Out. I just used, I use random examples, right? But basically I'm just saying like if you don't ever have the experience of getting exceptional at something, Yeah. go. Now, start to yeah. tomorrow, today, right yesterday.
0: Yeah. Well, we told them on what was it Thursday of last week? When Not did really we have extent. Christian? Christian was on Sunday. Yeah, Christian was on, on Sunday. Sunday. We said the same exact thing. We said start today. Don't start now. Like, don't worry, don't wait. And it's like,
1: for the people that didn't hear us then, this is your call. This is your
0: call to to stand up and start your life. And if you
1: weren't quite following what we were just talking about, to try and summarize it for, for, and, and give it an analogy, the universe is the customer and we are the servers. And we can either be a great server and the universe will tip us appropriately based on our service? Or you can gripe about how you're only getting a base pay of $3 an hour and getting no tips because you're griping.
2: And I would add to that, the universe for sure, but it's also your ability to see the universe in everyone because ultimately it's your service of humans. Mm -hmm. You don't, I mean, you get paid for taking care of of other humans' things or other humans pets which is you know its own weird thing but no generally you get paid and I, i'm using the word paid really you get a return emotional financial and whatever you want to call it for your service of humans yeah. so you must be able to see the entire universe and all the meaning and all the reasons the big enough why to get the shit done in a human's eyes every time and create a system if you're trying to make a business you have to create a system that recognizes the humanity or you'll just get kicked out of the market eventually. If not today, if not in 10 years, eventually. Because yeah. if, you, if you say fuck you to mankind and to other people long enough, they turn around and say, okay, fuck you.
1: Yeah. Simple. Yeah. Just look at hoarders. All those people said fuck you to the world a long time ago and just buried themselves <laughs> literally in their homes. Until the universe was like, hey, man, you're, you're bringing rats to all of our houses. So, uh... We're going to get you out of here, pal. <laughs> well, I,
0: th- I just think that there's I I can't believe there's a TV show for everything. Like for most things, at least, like y- if you can think of it, someone's probably made a TV show about it. And nowadays, even as as a high schooler, when like, I remember thinking back then, like we live in such a digital age. There's so much we can learn that, that we're teaching, but th- we can learn it through video. Like we don't even need the teacher. Like. I mean, you do need a teacher in a sense, but, like, you can make it a very mutual experience, you know. But you have to be organized about all those things. And you have to very much be on top of it. Because as soon as you start slipping, those students are gone. Like, they're not going to be paying attention to this bullshit. And that's just the way reality was for them, you know, and all of us when we were there. But it's just very interesting.
2: Sorry about that, guys. It just... I'm still trying to clear my throat from this last hit. Sorry.
0: Oh no, you're good, man. I'm um, yeah, so probably gonna need some more water pretty soon. But um, yeah. I wanted to uh, I wanted to tell you about this because I thought it was pretty interesting. My friend Christine um, is gonna be doing an ayahuasca trip in mm. Phoenix, and she's super pumped. A friend of hers is like set it all up, and it's just it's really cool that they're doing that. It, and it's very
1: organized. Yeah. yeah. It's super. You, did you check out the website? No, but I remember you talking about Oh
0: it. yeah, it's super, super organized. And it's just like the website's legit. Like everything about it looks great and dudes I do it in Peru. They and they, they they wanted to go to Peru. There's a trip that they do every year. And I was just like, that sounds pretty sweet, like even if it's just to get out their connection. If it's, it's truly
1: just, build appropriately and it's gonna be like an exper a spiritual experience you'd never forget, then I'd be absolutely down to try it at least once yeah i mean that being
2: said though my only reservation Mm -hmm. is being anywhere having an experience like that where the there's a spiritual dark horse where there's rogues you know it's just like if you're doing anything psychedelic in my experience set and setting or everything you know you hear it said now thank god everyone's talking about it set and setting it's not Fun shit where you can just fuck around and pretend that these shrooms or whatever or DMT. I actually haven't tried ayahuasca and I want to have a real, uh, a certain kind of immersive experience. And I know people who have in Costa Rica, in Peru, and that's where I plan on doing it. But my reservation is that you'd have, even if you just had one person with malintent and a, a spirit that's distuned at a much lower vibration, they're just there to fuck with you. Yeah. They're like an evil clown, bro. Yeah. Literally, they could trolls. be an evil clown. and That's just like, not only is it scary, it could be damaging because the work that you're in there to do is deep, traumatic, right. and real. Right. So you don't want anyone to have a possibility of coming in and messing with that. That right. being said, the people that I know that have done similar things generally don't have that experience. Because most people that are going there, if you're going to spend the time and the money, you're going in there to do good work. Mm-hmm. And to be healed and to experience the transition from past to present in a way that your trauma doesn't fuck you over. Yeah, That you're able to write the story yourself. You're able to come and say, no, 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 this is who I am. And I'm more powerful. I am better. I am more aware of who I am because of that. What was, what was um, just like a
0: tid, tidbit of your, your experience with DMT? I know we've had this conversation a lot. Um, but I'm just, I'm very interested in it. And I talk to a lot of people about it cause
2: yeah. it's a very, I mean, I must thing. confess it's been years since I've done it, really? but I did have experience over a couple of years with it as a big transitory, <clears throat> like this transition thing for me. Basically I was quitting alcohol. Mm-hmm. So I'm about to celebrate now in November, um, five years without a drink of alcohol. Nice. Wow. Yeah. I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah. Um, it's kind of crazy to even say it and think about it. It's but a huge milestone. Yeah. It, thank you. It. It's weird because I, I know there was a huge part of me that knew I was going to be able to do this, but there was also obviously the part that was like, psh, at least at first, because there's so many voices in your head, right? That's like, shit, what the fuck? Who are you kidding, man? Right. Yeah. Have you seen the way you drink, bro? Yeah. And I'm just like, now in heights, I'm like, go to hell, bro. I yeah. got this, man. Yeah. But DMT was one of those things that helped me go to a place where what I immediately inherited as base knowledge, okay, universal truth, just Mm -hmm. what my worldview, my paradigm was that I inherited when I entered that world. It was like, oh, let me take some time and figure out what I know. Mm. Because I figured it was like an exercise, like, what do I know? And as I was doing that, I was like, that's some deep shit that I don't regularly know, man. Like, I don't know that on a Friday at a Starbucks when I'm frustrated <laughs> and I'm about to, like, scream at someone. No, I clearly don't know. That. I'm forgetting this. But this is true. What do I need to do to bring this truth back home with me? Now, the basis, the foundation of that truth, and you, you hear people say this all the time. And I just, there's no words. Like, going back to what he said, there's no words to express this. You feel and you're connected and you realize that you are love. And the love is everything. I know it sounds like a Beatles song or a Beatles movie or something. But no, man, you're in this world in which the fabric suddenly is made obvious to you. This shit is made out of love. And anywhere where there's not love, it's an illusion. Where love is just being forgotten. Where the, the, the source isn't being allowed to flow. That's what death is. It's just right. love stopped flowing through there. Or, but that has to happen. You're also reminded it's yin and yang. Like You have to let the leaf die, man. You try to hold up that leaf or that rose and pretend it's not going to die. You're going to get really frustrated. And that's all of life. It's a cycle. So you can't get attached to things. No, it's our attachments that hold us down. But in the same measure that you're trying to become disattached, like the Buddha suggested, you're trying to become super grateful and thankful in every moment for everything around you. So you have to pay attention. So it's like, check it out, but don't, don't get attached to it. Like, Kiss, but don't fall in love right. with every single aspect that's being gifted to you yeah. every single day, including and starting with your breath. And then on top of that, well, the water. Be thankful for your water. I mean, there's there's so much. That's a topic for another podcast. But you need to pray for your water. You need to send yeah. vibes to your water. However yeah. you want to put it, you need to bless your water and hope that you maintain the faith every day to make it pure. Because this shit is generally where you pick it up. It's just bad. Yeah, But there are studies that show that you can change it with intent. I mean, that's crazy shit. That's like I've unbelievable. literally seen the whole documentary. Well, I do it religiously. I do too.
0: You're drinking you it all the time. Grace. So get to it, people. Yeah, My I mean, shit just being
1: appreciative yep. of the elements that you're, you're blessed with. That's part of benefiting and it, it really benefiting you in the way that it's supposed to. Because, I mean, think about back in the day, the natives were grateful for everything that they had and everything that they slaughtered. They were great. It was almost halal in the way that they were grateful for it. So it's like nowadays we just pull up to a drive through and we're just like, oh, they forgot my fries and storm off all mad and shove some junk in your face and
2: expect to be really, truly nourished by that. It's neat that you just said that. Check this out. So the Native Americans, in college, one of my favorite courses was Native American Politics and Spirituality mm. with a professor who has since passed away. And, man, the guy was an interesting kind of kind of quirky dude. But, damn, now when I think about it, he had so much impact on me just in this, on top of, I took, like, three classes with him. But just this one course had so much impact on me. So check this out. Yeah, Native American religion, if you can call it that, but, like, daily practice and the way that they connected with life and experienced life was strongly based on gratitude thankfulness so not only are they thankful in big things it is so ingrained in the culture and in the everyday life practice and your ritual that they're thanking the deer or the or the antelope or the buffalo or whatever right as they're killing it like, yeah. thank you for what you're sacrificing so that i can just be i'm recognizing the divinity in you whatever the awesomeness in you whatever you want to call it the code in you whatever yeah. you want to call it the the source the spunk the, the the essence of life is in you and i'm recognizing thank you right but that's just gone off the tables yeah that's why we have meat farms now mm. you know meat factories which is literally destroying our right environment going back to what i was saying earlier the native americans are practicing what i was just saying earlier they are literally spending their lives appreciating the landscape appreciating everything that they were given but they're not getting attached they're not saying i own this land the way we say now like let's cut this up this is mine this is yours no they own it in the sense like they say this is our land in the sense like well this is this is all we got man if we're wealthy it's because this is this gives us everything we need
1: Yeah, exactly but
2: they're not attached to it in a way like we got to stay right here no a lot of them were nomads they moved around following where the universe would provide that to me is beautiful and if we can practice just a little bit of that one day out of the week fuck man life yeah. starts turning around just one day out of the week yeah once grocery every day stores you're a superhero became, I
1: mean, super stores and grocery stores kind of changed our dynamic as humans. now we're way too reliant on sources we have no idea where they originate from. So
0: have you ever um have you ever been to a grocery store super high like everything is just like whoa, <laughs> why is everything sectioned off in little areas like so you know where everything is? It's like it's weird. Grocery stores are hilarious to me. There's oh I, got, I need cereal, cereal aisle. I need milk, milk. Like you know where everything is. Over time it just yeah. I don't know. Well, you, I mean, that's lose, just that's organization and marketing. You know, yeah but
1: as i i get what you're saying it's like it's it's a weird idea like we go to a food box yeah. and pick out the various items of food that we want yeah and it's all everything is in one building one yeah. box yeah. there's no like oh it's it's september or october so we can't have strawberries. Like, no. Like,
0: like, yeah, That's another crazy thing. Or, or like cool. milk. Or oh, there's never milk. There's always milk. There's and there's always eggs. Milk. There's always everything. There's, and you're just like... It's Yo, never. Ha. It's infinite. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. you could buy up and, all the Twix tonight, and then tomorrow there's going to be more Twix
2: because they have so much yeah, Twix. It's not going to be said for convenience and comfort. Yeah. And, yeah. and consistency. The All the things in the modern era that we love that are stripping us of, I guess, the need... To, and the discipline to know what the fuck we're eating, yeah. how the hell to take care of our bodies, or how to have more critical thinking when we decide who we want to be, mm-hmm. rather than just accepting on fads, you know? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, going back to, to this grocery store thing, just fathom this. Imagine this for one second. Imagine if you walked into a grocery store, and in order for you to buy beef, you and your family and your friends had to stand around once a week and pick out the cow... That you wanted to get the meat from, and sit around as the butcher with a grin, killed this cow, cut it up, quartered it, and gave you your meat. That Are would... you coming back? <laughs> Are you coming back? Is your kid gonna want to watch this cow, you know, yeah, getting you murdered? Bet, you bet he is. But no, but no. We have to be reminded that that is what is that's the sacrifice that's being made every day yeah. so you can have a steak, a burger, your chicken fingers. I mean, whatever animal it is that we're slaughtering, there is sacrifice that we're forgetting. So that's just a little bit of gratitude yeah. you can just immediately in- insert into your life when you're reminded of the fact that this is a precious gift that the universe is giving us. And yeah. we're in a weird way exploiting it, making these disgusting factories and then providing to each other bullshit. Mm. Right. I mean, half of food isn't even food. It's not. No, it's just stuff.
1: Styrofoam, styrofoam It's just stuff filler. we
2: pass through our intestines. Yeah. 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 Edible. It just makes you constipated or gives you the shits. So it's one or the other. It's just, it's a, it just fucks
1: up the speed, man. And that's the thing. They, they use the term edible, but edible doesn't necessarily mean nutritious or even food. Yeah. Plato's edible, but you don't put that on anyone's plate and expect them to actually inhale that and charge them a premium for it
2: yeah, yeah. i once swallowed a necklace really yeah and i actually pooped it out Hell, i'm very stu- proud of that Was i, I would put it on my uh on my uh resume but <laughs> i got some negative feedback yeah, at a resume yeah. fair
1: did it come out in one big drop or did you have to, in like, one solid out, link? Like, oh of floss? course
2: i know how to do things with finesse with grace nice nice soft hands and apparently a soft gi track nice yeah
1: that's good it didn't straight you up on the inside
2: no, and it was—it's the one and only time, though. I'm not trying it again.
1: <laughs> I mean, you could do that with anything. Now
2: I try to eat food, you know, uh, organic as much as yeah. possible. I mean, I oh, I how to you survive like your stomach acid? The gold. Oh yes, it's it's pretty, impervious. Pretty good shit, man. Yeah, still good shit. It's like gold, circa always, yeah, forever.
0: Yeah, <laughs> for real. Gold is is definitely one of those currencies where. I don't understand why we switched to paper when gold was working just fine.
1: But we switched to paper because banks can banks can control you with paper. Everything's on paper. Your mortgage is on paper. Your loans are on paper. (laughs) Everything is on paper. So, I mean, gold is for people who are truly wealthy. That's why it's hoarded. I got a good question. Do you think I said this the other day? um, Who did I say this to?
0: Um oh, someone was talking to me about the government and then out of offhand I said you can always just overthrow it <laughs> and then I was just like, Oh wow and he kinda looked at me like, damn, that's kind of a crazy thought but I was like, I feel like that might happen one day. I don't know who will do it, but yeah. I feel like we're I headed in a direction like that. Well I have a question before
2: that. If you overthrow the government What do you now, you're talking to a libertarian, I'm, i can just who's Always weary of government when it gets, you know, what I perceive. It's obviously just my perception. is too large, right? Right. But that being said, what the hell are you going to replace it with? Right. Is has that been planned out, tested in any way? You got it. Are you going to make this place like the places we're constantly invading and trying to control? Because I'm not actually going to put the check on that, and I am a voter. I'm not about to do that. Yeah. Why? Because as much as I have a lot of contention issues with the government, I'd rather. Influence it to change, then pretend that I'm going to replace it with my naive ideas. Mm. Now, that means that there's plenty of people with those same kind of naive ideas who don't agree with me. They're like, mm, my ideas would be a better government or whatever the hell else it's going to yeah. be. Now, the problem is that this government has plenty for people to complain about. Everyone does. Yeah. And this one's not the best one. I don't know what the best one is. I'm not. I'm not putting down. I'm proud of the United States. I've traveled the world and would still like best to live here in the United States. Yeah. But where it could improve, it would really take people who are who know that they have to have that confidence. Kind of like the whole I'm I'm a professional. They have to know this government serves me. The day it stops, it's fucking up. Not me. Mm. Now that being said, you can't. If you walk in with the entitlement like this government's in um, a welfare mind, like this government's going to take care of me, no. That's the, that's the issue. If you're, if you're going to live your whole life wanting to be taken care of, you will or won't, but ultimately you're, you're the victim. If you're going to provide for yourself and 20 people or everyone that you know in your life, the day you can't provide for everybody, you'll still be very well taken care of. Yeah. So stop thinking about yourself assume new responsibilities to get you out out and out from under the shadow and the weight the gravity of The bullshit ego mm-hmm. and when you start doing the opposite of looking out into others empathizing and serving others you start having these weird realizations that oh Time, oh I can invest time here and it will be more fruitful Give me a return that will help me more in this aspect of my life. And how do I know to do that? Oh? Because I did it in this aspect of my life well. And it's just everything is connected. As I get better at doing this, I've learned a new learning path, a new strategy, a new pattern that I can then apply over here. Mm. You do that with something like relationships, super rewarding. You do that like some, with something like your self-love, super rewarding. But people might not really see or notice it right away. You do, yeah. something, you do that well with your career in its entirety by first doing it with micro steps. Like, I don't work for money. I'm now producing the best shit I can possibly produce by becoming the best I can possibly be. Uh-huh. Oh, well, not now, but in a couple of years, people will recognize it. Whether... They're going to tell you, hey, you need to go pick something else to spend two or three years on, yeah. or and sometimes they will do that two and three years, and you're like, no, this is a, you have to know this is a ten year minimum it's or fifteen investment. year minimum journey, yeah. and that but that it helps you to have little micro experiences you can draw on because you'll need them for that hero's journey that takes ten years. And yeah. if
1: it's not a quick trip, those that are along with you for the ride. You can pretty much account on them by that point because it's such a grind to get to where you want to be that by 10 years in an entire decade, like you really know one another. That's family, bro. Yeah, exactly. It transcends any blood doesn't necessarily dictate family. It's the experiences that bring you closer in my opinion.
0: Definitely. I think you go go somewhere different like some some go do them something so unique and new to you that you've met that's the first time you've ever experienced anything like it go with people that you don't know by the end of it you're gonna be like super close it just happens and it's got to be a long experience though like at least two hours that's plenty of time to actually get to know somebody in my opinion you like really 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 get to know somebody like i mean you can go deeper but that's like session two you know
1: two hours and I feel like it takes more than two nah, hours, but I think I feel like in two, shit, hours, two hours
2: you can know if you like somebody generally, yeah. Yeah. but doesn't That's mean you I'm know saying. if you can trust them. Yeah, yeah. So it doesn't mm-hmm. mean that you know if they've been honest and at least in my personality, I'm not gonna be like, yeah, I know that person. I'd be like, yeah, I can dig. Right. They're chill. Yeah, I don't know. I'm but I'm, I'm quite the opposite. maybe they're murder. No, yeah. but I, I still walk in giving them the benefit of the doubt. I just right. walk. I, you have to, I think, yeah. walk in and be like. You're badass, you're badass, you're badass until proven otherwise. Yeah. Sometimes people let you down. You're like, <laughs> you're <Yeah>. sweet. <laughs> you're lovely. You're a darling. Yeah. You're wonderful. But maybe I'm yeah. not, you're not someone I'm going to be looking for to inspire me and or teach me what I should be doing. Like Abraham Lincoln. I, I've heard people attribute this to Abraham Lincoln. That he would say, every day, everywhere I look, I, uh, he's like basically, he goes, every day I learn from everyone around me, every single person I see, every single person I meet. Usually, what not to do? (laughs) Now, I'm not saying that to like put people down, I'm just saying that, just think about it. People, when they talk, are generally in need. What they're talking about is lacking, it's loss, it's jealous. So they come from a poverty mindset of needing more, whatever that may be, or better, whatever that may be. Yeah. But also, on top of all that, it's because they don't think they can get it.
1: Hmm.
2: So you must attack that lie with you are and have access to everything that you need and whatever you want in time. There's a method to mas- madness. I call it wizardry. Wizarding. I mean, I just offhand, I just jokingly call it wizarding. But yeah, right. if you can use the magic and miracles granted in everyday life with a little focus and a little um, not just faith, because it's so necessary. You must have faith to leap forward what you to, into what you don't see, but with mm-hmm. the consistency so that it actually happens. Because right. it's not going to happen just on the right. first try. But mm-hmm. if you're there, consistent every day, dude, you will then see your life. Go through crazy things you couldn't even imagine. That's how uh, it. I. I, That's kind of how
1: I feel with the whole manifestation thing. Like I've noticed that that's an ability that I seem to possess. Like we'll be discussing something, and my life is kind of like a an Instagram feed. Like it's just listening to me and whatever I'm talking about. Boom, there it is, right there. And it's like, wow, that's crazy how that worked out. I had no idea it was gonna work out that way, but ultimately it worked. And it's nuts to just see it in action, especially once you realize that, wow, I said this and that happened. And wow, I said that and that happened. And then you're like, hmm, well, let's just try it. And then you you manifest something that you actually want it. And you just by putting the energy and the vibration out there, it found you. And that is an amazing thing to discover, I feel, because then
2: the, 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 the opportunities are limitless i totally agree i mean uh, that's my experience as well yeah and it helps when you trust your gut yeah. so you know when to move or when to sit still mm-hmm. but generally it's like don't stop moving mm-hmm. you sit still to sit in, st- in silence not to play video games right you know? now I'm, I'm not shooting video games but i'm saying like if all you do right to calm your mind is play video games you're not calming your mind Right. you're not actually listening to that innermost voice that you're tells you what's more up. so addicted to video games yeah but i mean but video games are a good way to calm yourself. I'm not saying I'm not. I'm it's not a sure. stress reliever but for sure.
1: We get it. Like
2: yeah, you got to still make the time to go try other deep things and right. go to the silence.
0: Right, bro. Silence to me is one of those things where <coughs> I was over there in Sacramento and it was a fun time, great time. I had um, last time you guys were here. Um, I believe you gave me a little hard candy edible and i took it while i was over there one night and like i was doing some yoga right before bed and i started to pay attention to the silence and it was like i could hear these crackling noises all over the house and then i could hear like different winds outside it was crazy the amount of detail that was just being heard and it was just because i started to focus on the silence and you hear everything like then when you when you reach that moment of like where there is no noise, it's like you just sit there, and anything can like, like it'll just draw your attention. You know, it's it's really cool. The
1: monks had it right, man.
2: Yeah, I mean it's a blank canvas, but it's also a nice place for you to forgive yourself for the fact that when you try to be quiet, your mind still races. Yeah. But you have to let those things just pass and right. observe, and you have to become an observer until you realize like, oh. Well, I'm just like this other f- entity is just watching <laughs> my mind. So if I'm not my mind, who am I? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what I also love about silence is that if you get really still, for me, if I get really still, I'll start tripping, man. My vision, it gets really similar to on psilocybin or LSD or, or even DMT. I start having what I would consider visuals if I hold my head perfectly still for an extended period of time. But I, I spent a year experimenting doing this for multiple hours a day. Sometimes nine hours a day, but easily a lot of times five hours a day, which to some people seems crazy But I was just like I just got to try I got to do it these monks can do this shit. I can yeah, yeah And with the silence, I mean I just put myself into a silent enough space To where I started hearing what I now call the hum you know, and I've heard a lot of people talk about it. It's like it's the celestial hum, the universal hum. I don't know how to describe it, but it's something that you experience on shrooms that you mm-hmm. experience when you're having a psychedelic system uh, experience. Because I think you're tapping into some aspects of that when you're in this deep, focused meditation uh, in silence, in a sensory deprivation chamber or, you know, um, just sitting still. Yeah. Wow us deep sorry
0: I I closed my eyes for a second and you know what I visualized Um, I don't well let me tell you it was kind (laughs) of crazy Um, it was completely dark and then all of a sudden it was like I had released an energy and all of a sudden that darkness was being consumed and then I was waking up into the like a bed and I could vividly see like the house with the windows and I stood up and then all of a sudden I was like getting out of a vat like a chamber what the fuck right Dude, you're a vampire man. i know right like, what is this well, thank you for confessing you no know, like, i just had like this vision, silver like, shackles for you yeah. i just had like this vision as soon as it, it was so vivid though i closed my eyes because like, when you were talking about meditation i started listening like really really intense maybe you just need some
2: sleep man <laughs> yeah i don't know
0: man you're tripping <laughs> no i you're hallucinating now. the holy spirit's been showing me a lot of stuff man like i can't oh, yeah, messing with you. I, I can't question this kind of stuff especially because so what does it mean that's that's i gotta pray i gotta ask god i can ask god right now and he'll probably reveal it to me like i we did we do it when we pray really intensely and if you ask god in that moment in prayer like very very with your faith aligned not only with you but like your spirit is truly believing like god use me or like reveal to me what this means like boom within moments it's like shoot and then you, you it's good to have other people there to interpret as well like in the sessions that we do in san antonio you should go do one it's fun
2: Um, i mean i'm I'm, honestly i'm i'm past doing that i don't go to church and most organized or group things dealing with spirituality i just shy from man um that's just mike's that's just where i'm at right now man i spent my entire life in the church i'm very spiritual i believe in most of what the church believes and all that what you're saying but i just i have dropped the label so hard that i don't want to talk to people about it because I'll just tell you what my true feeling is. Most of the people are full of shit when they're talking about this stuff. But because that stuff is real, it gives them power to be full of shit. Yeah. But the few that do know, no. And I've met those people and I've seen what they can do. And it'll make you shit your pants when you see it for yourself, when you experience it for yourself. Yeah. But it also is sadly completely surrounded, just like in everything in life. The 1% is fucking great, and it's the truth, and 99% is not. Mm -hmm. Maybe 89% of that is decent, allowable, not malintent, and just it's supposed to be. That's how life is. There's a 10% that's just like, you need to get the fuck out. The problem is that within that 89%, somewhere in the middle, there's so much garbage lately Mm -hmm. and like just vivid, visible stuff that you're just like, uh, No. And it's because of my perception where i'm at now where i had to get far away from the church to get through the past the passage i wanted to get through but now giving myself the option to go back i'm like i i'm down for all that experience i'm asking for it all the time it's part of my meditation is why i'm spending all these hours but i don't need that framework to do it because in my in my opinion it's limiting uh, there, there's a lot more truth out there there's bigger truth out there yeah. and while christianity gets a lot of it right i mean it gets or um, let me get let me say while christianity knows a lot of really cool shit there's a lot they get wrong yeah yeah but that's yeah. just i feel like most religions that's everybody like yeah. but that's why i don't carry flags around mm.
0: yeah yeah. Me, i'm the same way i feel like i am a a citizen of the universe like i know that perfect. sounds perfect sounds Yo, cheesy but it's, it's no, true it's exactly like, we we are in uh, uh an energy this earth is an energy like and it's constantly moving towards another energy that's the sun and the universe is alive people like we're not the only things here like that's such a dull thought to have in this modern age like where you can explore pretty much anything like on your phone on the internet just look up at the sky like we're not alone like that's such a the only thing stopping us is the government not telling us like if the government tomorrow was like aliens are real people are not going to be like rioting. The government
1: already said that and no one gave a damn. It wasn't like breaking news. Aliens exist because that would be inviting pandemonium and that's not what the government's about. But in a congressional hearing in front of all of these politicians a head honcho general confirmed under oath that Yes, there has been contact, and yes, aliens do exist.
2: Bro, there you well, go. I don't know. I have not heard about that, but I'm very interested in seeing it. Let's watch it oh, after. man. I'm done to watch it after. Show you. I can show you. I'm done to watch it after. How are we doing on time? Oh,
1: We're uh, doing great. I'm actually going to wrap it up because uh, oh, yeah. we've oh, hit a really good great. mark here, and cool. I think uh, the people can't handle any more truth Yeah, I'm going to have to
2: pee up here pretty soon. Anyway, yeah, dude, so i got to go good. to the bathroom oh, this wow. like- Oh, yeah. I've been drinking so much water boys in
1: town all right so check it out guys one last thing before the folks before we get out of here
2: i guess the the thing i've been reminding myself telling myself the value that i'm going to get out of life is in measure to my ability to appreciate it Mm. so while i work on everything else and this is like everybody's saying it but i'm just reminding myself if you're gonna get good at anything get really good at appreciating what is just what is wow. if you have trouble you know if you need a definition stop yeah. stop yeah. thinking stop overthinking <laughs> just <laughs> face what's in front of you right now yeah. Yeah. and accept it yeah yeah and now you can deal with it right yeah Let's so but you can't really deal with it in the best way until you can appreciate it, even if it's a negative thing for its lesson. Yeah. So, yeah, even when the, the shit seems sour, just be thankful you're shitting because constipation sucks.
0: Yeah. Oh, I like yeah. that. I like that a lot. Let, let it flow, you. baby. Let it flow. Let, yeah, it, let flow. it flow. Let it flow. Hashtag let it let flow, flow. Let it flow. Um, really fast, you Kino,
2: um, your Instagram and how can people find you? So I'm actually working on a, a new instagram project up here pretty soon but my personal instagram is at kino ito q u i n o i t o and my twitter's the same i'm not active on twitter i may start this this new year i'm trying to decide before the new year's whether or not i want to yeah and then that's also my uh youtube handle also at kino ito and i I plan on starting to do video podcasts on there again because i haven't done it for a year nice awesome. I figure I will restart it because my whole my whole dream was to do it out here in Cali and maybe like involve a blunt or something yeah, yeah why not actually yeah. I'm definitely doing that Snoop's just, doing it make Yeah, it just, you know I don't know how to make it special but Ooh. basically smoking have smoking it. with me uh, for me is uh, is something I like to make special so I, I have to craft a way to make the podcast and the guests and everything feel special as nice. I push them to their limits yeah
1: well, well dope man we're gonna cut it here because my battery is on one percent awesome uh, thank you guys but, again uh, thank you I'm thank you everyone for listening. Everybody. Quino, thank you for being here no thank everybody you
0: everybody stay curious stay awesome we'll see you on the next one Heck peace yeah. just
1: peace. be